How do you create, develop, and cultivate leadership in your organization? Imagine what can happen when you have mission-minded leaders and enthusiastic team members who believe they can build business as a force for good. Hi, everybody. My name is Jason Lipper, the CEO at LCI Industries, and I welcome you to this edition of Built to Lead podcast. We are delighted to share the real-life experiences of others who have courageously stepped into the power of creating a culture that feels like family, a culture where every team member has a deep sense of purpose. Take what you hear today and be inspired to build a culture of caring, giving, and leading in your organization. Amazing things happen when you place people at the core of what you do every day. Welcome to this edition of Built to Lead. Hello, this is Edgar Cabello with the Built to Lead podcast here at Lippert and with some very special guests today, the Restless Russells, welcome. Thank you. Justin and Michelle. And um, I think you're going to enjoy this conversation because I've just enjoyed getting to know them immensely here uh, just in the last few moments. So, Justin, tell us a little bit about yourself, where you come from, and uh, yeah, we'll start with you. Yeah. Uh, originally, I'm from uh, upstate New York. I, uh, I joined the military in South Carolina. I was a helicopter mechanic when I went in. Uh, and I shortly after joining and going through all my training, moved to California to go to college. And that is where I met my now wife, Michelle. Uh, she was the friend of a friend of a friend type thing. <laughs> and it was uh, not love at first sight. No. As we always say. Absolutely and, uh, I see you shaking your head. No. Okay. <laughs> so because we had the same friends, we hung out quite a bit. Uh, and eventually we kind of started dating, but I ended up having to deploy part of the way through my college. And I went to Afghanistan for the first time, 2008. And when I came back, things just kind of were much different between Michelle and I. I came back, you know, 20 pounds of muscle heavier yeah. and oh. Oh, yeah. really different. in shape. So but okay, <laughs> I see you now. Yeah, yeah, you're a little more interested the second yeah. time around. Okay, gotcha. Um, so yeah, I went and started dating and uh, we had our first son, uh, Jude, in 2010. Okay. And I deployed shortly after he was born. I went back to Afghanistan again. And then uh, we had our daughter, Jade, and that was 2012. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I left two days after she was born. There's that pattern. Okay. You see it. I see right? it. Huh? <laughs> um, hey, let's have a baby. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> I have to go. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Um, so, yeah, the, uh, I was gone quite a bit. Um, being I, I worked for Counter Drug. I fought forest fires with the uh, Forest Service. Uh. Gone a couple weeks, three weeks at a time. I'd be home very, very little. Uh, so I missed a lot of my kids growing up. Just the whole family uh, aspect. I missed out on a lot of that. So uh, uh, here I was working for uh, the Forest Service. I'm now a disabled vet. So the the work was actually really starting to to break me down. I I was having a hard time uh, mentally and physically. So we we needed a way out and uh, change things up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So the first thought was uh, sell the house, buy a new one, go somewhere else. Uh, New York was brought up for a very, very short period of time. It was (laughs) not something that I wanted to do. Because you were on the West Coast at this point, right? Yes. I I tried to get away from that cold uh, when I left. I get college. that. <laughs> uh, and so yeah, uh, Michelle jokingly uh, one day decided to, to say that, uh, why don't we go RVing? 
I was just trying to break up the, you know, stress of the conversation. There was no truth behind, hey, let's go RVing. But he, <laughs> I he took ran it, with it seriously. And I, I just, as soon as she said it, the thought came into my mind okay. and I was like, oh my goodness, yes. That, why not do that? I swear there was a light bulb that immediately yeah. popped over his head. And an immediate regret on your part. Immediate. <laughs> I, I couldn't back, you know, backpedal as no, fast, yeah, fast I, as I, And she, you know, of course, Michelle was very, you know, how are we going to do it? There's no way. And I'm like, no, I will figure it out. I, well, I'm going to finish up the house. We had a few little remodeling things I needed to do. Uh, we ended up selling the house for the exact amount, actually $3,000 more uh, than what I thought we That's were. That's a good indicator. Yes. yes. Uh, and in know, 12 it, days. Yes. So it, it, it was, was okay. very quick cash yeah. offer done okay. over with. And it was, so it was easy. It was mm-hmm. very, very easy. Okay. And it, it was funny because the selling of the house happened very quick, but like the remodeling and stuff took just slightly longer than I thought. And I was starting to get scared because I was like, it's, we have to sell it by this time frame, right? Well, and then it sold in 12 days. It's like, oh, back on schedule. There we go. <laughs> yeah, it's good to go. But we had, in the meantime, bought our first travel trailer. It was a 28-foot travel trailer, and it sat next to our house. I, I did some remodeling on it, got it ready. I, I, I wanted to learn everything about this RV. Right. I wasn't going in blind. That's okay. not what I wanted. So eventually, we, we sold the house. We took the travel trailer over to her friend's house, and we lived in it for a few months, just kind of learning the ins and outs. And we were actually on a, a 110 plug. Uh, we could not do anything yeah. uh, at the same time. We were basically boondocking. <laughs> yeah, so we learned quickly how we had no no water, we had uh, the, the no way to dump the tanker. So it was all like learning very fast mm-hmm. and just jumping into it. And this is what August in uh, California. No, this at this point, this was um, November in California. So. Yeah. I mean, it's our winter, but okay, look, it's Not like really 50 degrees. <laughs> right. That's cold for us. I, I wish we had a winter like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, and, uh, we launched and we didn't know anybody. We yeah. didn't. We thought nobody was doing this other than retirees. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got on the road and we, we found out that we were wrong about that real yeah. quick. So Michelle, what did you, you discover? Because now like you're you're in. Like you made a commitment, like we're going full time on the road. Yeah, I well, I discovered that I was about to get really uncomfortable mm. really fast. When we presented it to our family, they they thought we were crazy. Okay. You know, that we were living we we strive to have this American dream and we we were there. You know, we were we had the six figure salaries and the beautiful home and the kids were thriving in public school and their thought was, but why would you give all this up to live in a trailer, yeah. you know, and it took something seriously unknown absolutely. to all of us. Yeah, yeah, we had no RV experience. And that was another a disconnect for me is how are we going to do this? You know, yeah, of course, why are we doing this? But how are we going to do this? And then we got on the road and it was just a few months into it. And we met our first set of families and it was relationships that it was a type of a relationship that we weren't, we didn't even knew existed out yeah. there. Okay. We again, we lived in a great community with fantastic friends, but you had to schedule those 
those interactions, right? Because we're all busy. Of course. And these were, this was that speed friendship is Mm. what we call it. We're sitting around campfires, we're going on adventures together and we're getting to know each other. We're we're getting to know each other on every layer. Give me all your layers, your good, your bad, and your ugly. And so we, we just got to find some of the most amazing humans out there. And we were all living this very unique life that nobody had any experience with, but we we knew we all wanted it and we were all going to help each other along the way. It just, it sounds to me like a, it's almost like a cross-cultural experience. Like it's when somebody goes to live in Italy or, you know, if they're American, they go live in Mexico or something like that. I mean, it's like a whole different world. Absolutely, Absolutely yeah. yeah. It, it's, you're rewinding mm. um, because when you're in the campgrounds, you know, the way you can find your kids is by where their bikes are piled up. Sure. Okay. And you are hanging out with, you know, these these strangers at first, but you're asking for that cup of sugar and you're seeing each other in your pajamas in, you know, all the stuff and all the things, but your, your relationships are just more intentional. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so talk about that a little bit, like, because you guys were describing a little bit earlier how, I mean, you're both kind of naturally introvert, but mm-hmm. you kind of come off as a high E, and you know, in the Myers Briggs whole thing. But, um, but, but Justin certainly comes off like an introvert, and and yet, so, but you like speed relationships. Uh, it sounds like that might be a little challenging. But <laughs> actually, for. I get talked to the most, I think. Out of, it's so funny. I don't understand it. Um, but I'm outside. We have our flag. I'm sitting outside with the dogs, and everybody kind of walks by, and they just want to talk. <laughs> okay. And I'll get stuck talking for hours sometimes. <laughs> and I don't mind it, honestly. Yeah. It, if I really wanted to be an introvert, like I'll find a space to where like, I'm hidden like, okay. between the car and the RV. You okay. can't find me. <laughs> but, yeah, it is no, funny. Um, the kids and I will be inside, and you could hear you yeah. know, somebody somebody come up hey. to the campsite, and then <laughs> you know, we look out the window, and Justin's yeah. out there talking. It's usually to like an older man, and you know, the kids and I will go, ha, 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 you know, dad's got another friend because he's the introvert. Yeah. Uh, but he makes the most friends in the camp, right. in the campgrounds. Well, and I think that, you know, an introvert doesn't mean you don't value relationships, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It, I mean, you might be a little bit more low key than most or something like that. But I mean, to me, that's really cool. Like, you know, you're like the welcome committee, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. And, yeah. When we're sitting around a campfire, yeah, I'll be the one that I'm going to sit back and I'm just going to listen. But then when something comes up, especially when it comes to problems with people's RV, I love to educate and help okay. and, and, and pass that knowledge on. Right. Yeah. That's what we love. That's what we want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's when I'll speak up, you know, and that kind of just really gets it going at that point. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And that's where the friendships for me come in is a lot of the, the guys, they, you know, we all get along really well because I'm always trying to help them out and, you know, it, they know who I am. So sure. they just, you know, we get along really well that way. So we've had some really, really good families that we've met along the way that just have been such good friends to us. And we continuously meet up with, continuously talk to. Mm-hmm. And your background as, as somebody who kind of has a, a mechanical 
way about you. Yes. Uh, I'm sure that gets pretty popular out on the road too. Yeah, absolutely. As soon as somebody finds out that, uh, you know, even the inkling of, you know, what you're doing on an RV, <laughs> they're going to exploit that. Make, <laughs> friends, make friends real yeah, fast. Hey, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You'd be amazed at how many people are living in RVs or who buy RVs and have zero RV experience mm. or even the ability, like the, the mindset like Justin has to work on their RV. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, and then too, it, it's, it can be tough for me, I had all the tools uh, in my garage before we launched, so I took as much tools. I can fix everything it's on crazy. my RV. I yeah. have all the stuff that I need, basically. Um, well, most people can't do that or don't know, you know, have that ability. So uh, for me, uh, I'm always, you got that tool I can borrow? You know, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Got, <laughs> yep. Yeah, let me find it. Hold on. Yeah, I'm always lending tools out, helping people. I can't physically do the work as yeah. a disabled vet, but I can sit there. I can watch you all day work. That's okay. easy. Yeah. I'll tell you. You got what. some time yeah. on your hands, too. I'll tell you what to do. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I love that. that. That's just fantastic. So I, I know there's this idea of community that gets built on the road. Like, what? how has that changed your lives? I mean, it changed our lives in so many different aspects. Our relationships, our friendships that we have with each other are are just deeper. We get to live this lifestyle and go to these you know, beautiful locations together. And we, we get to make these memories together. We have this rolling community, you know, and sometimes we're together for months on end, if not even longer. And we are living life together. Yeah. Our kids are, you know, closer with, with these these traveling kids than they are with some of our family members. Sure. And it just, it's deeper. Yeah. It really is. You can look back on like uh, a lot of the social media posts and or even just through our phones and you can see when these kids yeah. first met how little they yeah, look okay. as opposed to now. I mean, it, the the change is incredible. Yeah. These mm-hmm. kids are growing up together, wow. whether they are physically together or on a phone talking yeah. to each other. Yeah. They're always interacting with yeah. each other somehow. I love that. And so, I mean, you guys spend a lot of time, you know, like in community with people. As we were talking a little bit earlier, the idea that you'll, you'll intentionally kind of keep the same course so that you can end up in the same camping spot so that you can connect in person and all that kind of good stuff. So yeah. there's there's that kind of intentionality about your relationship building Absolutely. also. You know, if, if your friends are just a hop, skip and jump away, we can roll our homes to, to them <laughs> yeah. and, and, you know, build more memories together. There's this, you know, during the winter time, you're either going to be wintering in Florida or you're going to be wintering in Arizona and in California. And so you make those intentional times where you're you're route planning together and saying, okay, I'm going to be in this area. These are my dates. And so you guys can all get on the same page and spend that season together and make those, you know, additional memories and have those adventures together. That's awesome. And and so so I'm sure there's a number of people that are going to listen to this that have no idea what it's like to be full-time on the road full-time RV and and doing what you all do. So this is very enlightening on so many different levels. I know at some point along the way, like this relationship, because the reason we're talking here today is obviously, you know, this is a Lippert podcast. And at, at somewhere along the way, something happened there. Mm-hmm. Lippert and the Russells connected. I, I'm kind of curious to know a little bit more about that. Yeah, it, it, it just happened extremely naturally. Honestly, um. Just it was Veterans Day, and Justin had been talking about getting a tire pressure pressure monitoring system, and I had I think my phone had listened to it, listened to the conversation, <laughs> and Lippert had you know 
found its way in my feed. I never even heard of Lippert at that time. Okay. And I had reached out and said, hey, you know, we're, would you be interested in partnering to send us this, this tire pressure monitoring system in exchange for a post? And with the the response was almost immediate really? and they said well actually would you guys be interested you know we're building something we don't know what it's called at this time but would you be interested in actually you know maybe building a relationship together and at the time this was with Craig and we said um okay, okay. so we met with Craig and we just really clicked and we were a part of a community that Lippert wanted to to make better and our relationship just continued to blossom. We we had, you know, Justin calls it the the boots on the ground. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. where we're living the lifestyle and as as we've said, like a lot of Lippert employees haven't even been in RVs. This and is so true. we were we were becoming the people that allowed Lippert to be better because that's what they were striving to do. They Absolutely. wanted to be better on so many different levels and connecting with the actual RVer with the customer where that where it needed to go, and so we were the customers, and and we were living the lifestyle, and we were having the campfires with people, and we were having that was our day to day conversation. What's wrong with your RV? Where's it failing? What's leaking? What's breaking? And then we were able to bring that information to Lipper and say, okay, like this is this is where the problem in the community is. This is where they're stressing out. Sure. And then at the same time we were building that relationship with our community and saying, because the the problem a lot of us were having were was when something was breaking on our, our RV, we didn't know where to go. Okay. You know, we were going to the dealership or the manufacturers or somewhere else that gave us an additional roadblock and it's stressful. You know, if the, we live in our homes and if we have to be put out of our homes for X amount of days or mm. something's not working, that's a big deal for us. Okay. And so now we were building this relationship with a company that understood that and valued that and wanted to improve the overall experience. And so now we've become these people in the community where the community now knows, because we've been with Lippert for almost two years now. um, And we started with, we don't really have a title. Then it's, we've got the scouts thing going on and then we've got the ambassador thing going on. Right. And and then we, you know, started with Lippert Campground Project and it, watching everything just grow yeah. to what it is now. Mm-hmm. The community has watched that as well. And they've been at campfires with us and said, oh, you know what? Something is going on with my RV. And I know somebody, I know the Russells are in connection with Lippert. Let me reach out to them in, in hopes of, eliminating the stress for me. Okay. And so being able to be those people, you know, in the community, right. that other people, other RVers can come to, you know, when they need help. I love it. And I it's love great it. to have yeah. a company that we truly do care about. And, you know, we feel like the whole team is part of our family yeah. and it's, it's so easy to, to really uh, talk about a company that, that we really do care about uh, to other people because we know they're they're being taken care of. Yeah. When we send people to the Lipper team, they're being helped. Yeah. There, there is no like, you know, oh yeah, call this 1-800 number and hope that you find mm-hmm. what you're looking for. Right. No, it, they're taking what we're saying to them and giving to them and they're getting on it and okay, let's take care of this if it's something bad or if it's something good. Yeah, we just want to share something good with them, yeah, right? For Somebody sure. says something nice. Uh, so it's very seamless for us to be able to, you know, we're not 
trying to interject it into conversations. It comes up because yeah. this yeah. is what we all do. Yeah. We all pretty much have the same problems going on. Yeah. So it's much easier and and for other RVers to see that, you know, they they go and they talk to somebody else. Oh, yeah, we had Lipper help us out. Oh, okay. And then they go and they have a great experience. Well, now all that just carries through and through and through. And that's where all, you know, the ambassadors come in to help continue to push that through. For and sure. Through. And, and I think since, since the customer experience emphasis has been growing within Lippert, like it's almost like you all have been growing simultaneously, yeah, right? Yeah. Cause you've been a big part of that. And, 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 and I, I love that idea that we're kind of feeling our way through that. Like, what do we call it now? Mm -hmm. And what is this exactly? And now we're getting our head around it a little bit better. And then you guys are picking up ground. And so what's, what's happening as, as people find out your connection with the company, what's happening like out there in terms of understanding who Lippert is? Cause you said, that there was a time where that wasn't necessarily the Absolutely. case. Absolutely, it's what's a lipper. You know, we'd have our, our our flag out, and the the you know immediate conversation is either what's a lipper, what's a lipper campground project, and then you ask them, you know, hey, do you know who who makes your stairs, your awning, whatever it may be, and they don't. They don't know, they don't see that LCI sticker on there. And so being able to educate the community of who Lippert is and what Lippert does for our lifestyle mm. has been a game changer, not only just for us, but for the community as a whole. Yeah. This past year at the Tampa RV show, before that there was this time where you know, we were constantly showing, um, sharing our content and talking about uh, our interactions with the team with our with the community and saying like this is this is who Lippert is and like this is our team this is how how much we love them this is how much they're pouring into us and then at the RV Tampa show they created this amazing space for for RVers you know for the attendees and everybody talked about it for weeks after the RV show about how Lippert created this space this comfortable family oriented mm. space where they could just come and they could hang out at this campfire like setting and the employees were walking up to them and you know just just effortlessly talking to yeah. each other. There was wow. no sales pitch. Yeah. It was just, right. let's talk. What, you know, what kind of problems do you have? Or what What do you want to talk about? Or, you know, just anything, it, you know? And I think that really showed a lot of people that these guys are absolutely 100% mm -hmm. about their customers right. and trying to help their customers. This episode of Lippert Built to Lead podcast is brought to you by the Lippert Academy for Leadership, the team committed to enhancing your organization's leadership and cultural goals with strategic leadership development programs, on-site training, executive coaching, speaking engagement, and customized solutions. Find out how to get your organization involved at www.lci1.com backslash academy. Or send us a message at academy at lci1.com. That's academy at lci1.com. Yeah, we talked about the common ground earlier, just in terms of like how these relationships get started, how the conversations get started. I mean, you're all living the same type of life, right? Yes, absolutely. So, I mean, you're thinking like, what's on your mind? I mean, you're all thinking about like, yeah, we got to get from A to B. And if you're having issues, then it could be, like you said earlier, just a really big deal and something needs to get solved now. Absolutely. Yeah. So I love that. There were some other connecting points that you guys talked about as you're rolling around in community. Some of the projects that you're involved with, you you mentioned earlier about Lippert Cares. and. I Absolutely. So, because I, I noticed, like, gosh, I think there's some there's some elements of like just common DNA mm -hmm. between this company and this family and all.
almost like you've merged into like, wow, we are kind of like a family. So talk a little bit about some of the some of those types of things. Yeah, Michelle. going back, it's it is a family. Yeah, you know, you have your your RV community and your your Lipper. I call them like the external and the in, internal team. But we've created this family that values each other and values each other's uh, feedback and, and lifestyles. So one thing in regards to Lipper Cares is. In the community, it's been really hard for our beers to find volunteer opportunities. And lo and behold, here comes Lippert again, putting together this amazing opportunity where our community gets to go and serve because that's what we're here for. We want to serve each other. And just because we live tiny or, you know, we're traveling, we still want that that element of our sure. lives to be there and not only to be there but to to have our children mm. be a part of it. And so this past winter, we got to serve with the Lippert team along with some other ambassadors and our kids were there too. Wow. You know, they were serving and they were that particular event they were, you know, feeding, helping to feed kids that, you know, were going to go without a meal that weekend oh, wow. and they were there and pouring back into the community. Wow. And so being a part of that has just been great for our family, our community, but just watching our kids yeah. serve as well. Yeah, that's pretty powerful stuff. So so you brought up the kids, Jude and Jade. Mm-hmm. Jude's almost 12, yep. it sounds like. August. Okay. Yep. And, and Jade is? She's nine. So, I mean, you've got like pre-adolescent kids, let's mm-hmm. say. What's that like, like raising your kids on the road? Um, what are you learning about parenthood and adolescence and all that kind of stuff? That's got to be something else. Yeah, well, you know, we live in about, what, 300 square feet? <laughs> yeah, roughly. And my son is in this mode of, I'm going to make all the most annoying sounds all day long. Flail his body oh, around yes. and hit things. Yeah. He's in that, he's you know, he's just got a lot of energy. Spoiler. Uh-huh. Yeah. But um, being able to be together as a family yeah. has been a game changer for us and watching them grow. And before we launch... Jude specifically had a great group of buddies. Jade, she was in kindergarten, so not so much. But when we hit the road, they had to be more intentional about finding friends on on the road. That's always that's always a big concern. And people reach out to us and go, but how how do we make friends? You know, my kid's gonna go crazy. They're worried about you know if they're gonna make friends. And you'd be amazed at how many kids are living this lifestyle Mm. and they realize that they they are also speed friendshipping, right? Right. They don't know when the next kid is gonna be in the same campground as them. So when they are riding their bikes or they're at the park, they're walking up to these kids and going, okay, like, let's let's do this. We are hunting wow. shark teeth. We <laughs> are doing all the things. We're building forts. So our kids, they have this rolling community of friends and, and watching them just grow up with these other yeah. traveling friends has been phenomenal. Wow. And, and it's a really diverse community too. So sure. one of the things, many, many things that we love is, you know, back in normal life, right? Or public school, you have the second graders with the second graders and the seventh graders with the seventh graders and so on and so forth. It's very segregated because that's normal. Of course. But in the campgrounds, kids from all ages are hanging out and and playing together. You know, 14 year olds are still playing, Yeah. you know, instead of like, oh, I am too cool. Like (laughs) I'm I'm doing teenage stuff. Or locked to Xbox or something like that, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And so now our kids are being exposed to kids of all ages and, and really 
just embracing it because it's their normal. It's yeah. it's okay to hang out with, you know, as a nine-year-old to hang out with a two-year-old because yeah. why not? It's like, teaching them to adapt. I, totally. I think really like to, to see Jude, you know, just playing uh, with the kid, the kids last night. Uh, he's a lot older and he could care less if it's a two-year-old. Sure. You know, he'll find something to, to enjoy that time right. with this child. Yeah. And, you know, and, Jade, she she doesn't she loves everybody. She'll just play with anybody. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's really awesome to see them adapt because there are times when they meet kids and they come back and they're yeah. like, well, yeah, this kid, you know, we're not really getting along, and so we'll have that conversation. Okay, well, right. what can you do to maybe try to change that? Or yeah. if it comes down to it, okay, then you just walk away, right? So they're they're learning these different coping mechanisms and mm-hmm. skills to 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 be with different people because throughout life you're going to meet different people. You may yeah. like them, you may not. Right. But you have to adjust, right? Right. Or, or walk away. Yeah. Uh, so it's a really good life lesson, I think, for yeah. them. I think it's really helped them mature yeah. on a different level Sounds as like well. It. They are able to sit at campfires with adults and have, you know, mature conversations. And you do look at, you know, some of the kids and go, wait a minute, you know, I just had this conversation with this 15-year-old teenage girl, but I didn't feel like I was having a conversation with a 15-year-old teenage right. girl. Yeah. Okay. Because the maturity of these kids who are road schooling and homeschooling and just living in this this very unique RV community they're just different. These yeah. kids are different. And, you know, some people are like, well, you know, are you worried that your kid's going to grow up weird? You know what? I'm weird. And, you know, <laughs> I'd rather be weird than normal. So if my kid's going to be a little bit, you know, weird, but be who they are yeah. to be their best be selves and be it. comfortable. Right yeah. Like yeah. the kids are phenomenal. Yeah. Do, do they get, does my son's noise is going to my nerves? A hundred percent. Are yeah. they kids? And, and, you know, they complain about certain things. Absolutely. But these kids are, are quite phenomenal. Yeah. Is it is it fair to say, you know, that because of like I I hear you sorting through issues that kids have. Like I don't like this kid or this kid is, you know, nasty with me or whatever. Mm-hmm. Because I I just think like normal life, what most of us live is we're in a hurry a lot. Yeah. And so it's just like just find a new friend. Guys, mm-hmm. there's plenty of kids on the street, you know, <laughs> versus yeah. Yeah, yeah, it really teach them how to to maybe look a little bit differently. And a lot of these experiences that I think our kids and all the RV kids are getting are so much different huh. than your typical, of course. you know, home and all that. They're just really learning to just adapt and overcome. And if they do have an issue with something that they bring to us, my first thing is we'll, we'll think about it you know, really go through it and, and try to figure it out on your own, right? Because yeah. we're not always going to be there. Then when it comes down to we can't, then yeah, we're there to help. You know, that's, and we're there basically all day, every day Mm -hmm. with them. So they can come to us at any point in time they have something or they're just hopefully figuring it out on their own, Yeah, which is another way of trying to, you know, continue to that maturity in these kids. Yeah. I love that. So it sounds like a real advantage, I guess, in a lot of ways. So weird or not, I mean, they're they're developing those skills to adapt, to build relationships quickly. What about the educational process? I know you're an educator. Yep, absolutely. And when we launched, I thought that because the kids were thriving in the school system, I needed to mimic that. 
and that was a train wreck for us. Okay. Uh, we were in and out of places that did not have stable uh, internet. And so initially the first curriculum that I chose was an all online curriculum. One that didn't work because we didn't have stable internet and two, it didn't work for my son because he didn't like to be glued to a screen. Okay. And so now over the years, we've adapted, adopted more of a like a hands-on approach, road schooling, unschooling, where, you know, instead of learning about battlefields, we're walking on them. Wow. Instead of, you know, <laughs> um, reading about the, the different states and the geographies of the different states, we get to really just, we get to walk the terrain. Yeah. And, and so the kids have this phenomenal hands-on learning experience where we actually get to learn with them. And a lot of the times, we're we're with groups of friends, so we're all learning together. Of course, you know the kids are hiking Zion together and learning about the different you know ecosystems there. And you know there's a program with the national parks. It's the Junior Ranger program, and the kids get to partake in it, get sworn in by a ranger, wow. get a cool badge, and it takes learning to just a totally different level. And again, going back to you have kids of all different ages and the, they're learning the same t the same type of curriculum yeah. together you know it's not oh this is fourth grade level and this is eighth grade level it's we're all merging you guys together and you're learning and thriving together so yeah. you don't have to wait until you're in ninth grade to talk about you know the civil war you get to like hands on experience sure. it together with 2 year olds to 17 year olds that's that's really powerful you know uh, the other thing i think about when i think about your kids cuz I, I think people's heads probably naturally go there you probably get questions about that from family and so oh, forth yeah. right that's weird but uh, um, just that idea about building community, you know, whether 14 or 12 year old and a two year old, but just being able to appreciate like being around other people mm -hmm. at every age is without all the expectations yep. that now you're a teenager, so you can't talk to that kid or mm -hmm. this kid and the other thing. I love that. This team seems to me like a lot of those natural or what we would maybe uh, categorize as normal boundaries. A lot of those things kind of come down on the road, don't they? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, there's most of us are are like we've talked about. You know, we're all doing the same thing, but in a different way. Right. And yeah, it, you it really like you can let your guard down. I feel like with yeah. a lot of the yeah the, the conversations and, that. Um, you get to have, you know, those boundaries, they're there, but you're just, again, it goes back to speed friendships, right? Sure. So like, is this family going to vibe well with, with our family? Well, let's ask all the questions, yeah. you know, while Justin is dumping our black tank, yeah. okay. you know, you, you get whiffs <laughs> okay. of each other's, you know, stuff and you're like, wow, like we really leveled up you get our friendship. Fast. Yeah, yeah. You, get you get there real fast. Oh, that's great. That is fantastic. Listen, you guys, I mean, you live a fascinating life. It's obviously, you know, not for everybody. Absolutely. Absolutely. But you've chosen for this season of your life that this is your right now. Mm -hmm. um, I, what what is what could the future potentially bring your way? I'm you know as we just start to kind of wrap up the conversation today, like what what could you see in the days ahead? You know, like what does it look like out there, life on the road, and so on and so forth? We honestly don't know. <laughs> The future um, is the future. It, the good Lord, let you know, hopefully lets us continue to do what we're doing mm -hmm. and, and we'll do it for as long as we can. But every day is different. Things yeah. happen. We have to adjust. We have to, you know, figure out sure. what we're doing. Uh, just and not stressing about it is, is probably the biggest thing is 
there's so much that can happen. There's so much that can go wrong. There's all these things that you got to worry about uh, and it can kind of overwhelm and consume you. Uh, and so just, just being able to just take it a day at a time yeah. and the future is the future. It, yeah. it, it is what it is. And, and whatever comes our way, we just, we learn from it or, you know, we adapt, we overcome and, and we take what, what's given to us. Yeah. And, People right. always ask, you know, when are you going to get a real house? Um, and we you know, what? House. we have a real house. It's yeah. just, it's on wheels yeah. and you know, the environment is ever changing. So yeah. as far as like when we're going to get a real house, when are we going to get a stick and bricks house? Yeah. Who knows? Different question. Yeah. yeah. I, it, it, again, the Lord knows that. Right. And until then we're going to be rolling down the street, okay. you yeah. know, okay. in we're gonna, our, we're in gonna our live real our home. best yeah. life. Yeah. I love yeah. it. It's fantastic. I, I so appreciate that just willingness and that spirit of adventure to do something different, do something off the map, right? And then so you have this idea to buy an RV and live the nomadic mm -hmm. life. And he's like, okay. Yeah. yeah. Edgar, <laughs> it wasn't an idea, it was a joke. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's really allowed us to just live so much more intentional, right? Yeah. Become closer as a family unit and you know, that freedom that we've talked about just to be able to, to go where you need to go when mm -hmm. you want to go change things up. If you need to change things up, if you want to be on the East coast this year and West coast next year, yeah. Hey, that's mm -hmm. what you can, you can do it. You right just on. make it happen. So it's, it's absolutely been such a blessing yeah. and dream come true for this family. I love it. You know, you've seen, you guys obviously are very familiar with our slogan, the wherever, whenever, yep. the ends of the life you guys live uh -huh. in, yeah, the wherever, whenever life. And yeah. we really, really appreciate that. And hey, thank you for carving out a little bit of time in your visit to absolutely. Elkhart County to hang with me today absolutely. and thank tell you. us a little bit about what it's like to be a restless, or the, was it the restless Russell? Yep. The, yes. There you go. Like, And now we kind of understand your restlessness a little bit better. Better and um, and your connection with Lippert and I can just I think I can safely say for all of us here we're just really grateful to be in relationship with you and really proud of the work that you're doing and the way that you're living your life and I'm I mean in every conceivable way just the way you're raising your children and teaching them to live that different life and to value relationships and all that that's a lot of what we're about here we'd like mm -hmm. to you know that's so I see the connections there so very grateful Justin Michelle great to meet you guys um, the best luck to you as you guys head back out on the road again as you uh, go yes. to the nether parts of this great country of ours. So Absolutely. thanks for being with me today. Thank, Thank you so you much so for having much. us. Thanks for joining us here on the Lippert Built to Lead podcast. And if there's ever anything that we can do to help you on your cultural journey and you're listening in and you're intrigued by what's happening at Lippert, please reach out to us at academy at lci1.com. That's academy at lci1.com. I'm Edgar Cabello, your host. And thanks again to the Russells for joining us today. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks for listening to today's Built to Lead episode. If you have a story to share or are interested in learning how you can be a business as a force for good, please visit us at www.lci1.com backslash academy. And please follow Lippert on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, and Twitter. Thank you. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the view or mission of Lippert Components Incorporated.